0: This week on RSBNB Update, amid a firestorm of hyperbole around the Ring of Death, we parse out just who benefits from the Ring of Death today and why it's not dead. We also discuss ModJack's drop table livestream regarding bad luck mitigation and answer your questions. This is RSBNB Update, episode 920, recorded Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. The Ring of Fire. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of our SBNB updates. Just Tannis and myself here in this week, and you might be noticing a, a common uh, connection between this week and last week. Well, it's live stream week and patch week, which means that Tannis and I typically cover these episodes too, which which is fine this week because uh mod jack uh doesn't disappoint in in terms of uh, the live streams that he uh puts out uh, this one on drop tables
1: yeah i mean there's a lot of like i guess uh juicy stuff here um you know if you ever wondered why you don't get shit now No, you'll have some enlightenment there. uh, (laughs) That's a really
0: simple way of putting it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, keep keep it. It's that Runescape discussion and straight talk. So, I mean, and
0: and that's what we want to bring to the listeners. Of course, Uh, we're definitely going to do that about uh, one of our patch notes this week. Um, But if you're joining us uh, for the first time, you can find full show notes at update.show. I am in game at Shane One Two Zero Eight Eight. Tannis can be found at Tannis seventy nine and of course uh, we also have our uh friends chat uh bits bytes and and the discord at com slash discord where you can where you can join us and chat about the update of the week about the podcast what whatever whatever your whatever your heart desires and um I think what the community or at least we the general consensus of what the community thinks they desire this week is a Revamp again of the Ring of Death, and that's our that's our first patch note this week. Because I mean, let's be honest here: we knew this Ring of Death was going to get changed when we saw what it was doing uh, when it was when it was buffed with the first update of the year, to the point w- where certain boss mechanics could be skipped and whatnot. We knew that was going to be. Yeah,
1: changed. I mean, we had we we had that discussion, right?
0: Um, because put yourself in 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 the shoes of somebody who is just playing the game for the first time, you're at a boss, you take a big hit, or as it was called back then, and the ring would activate for this, a soft insta-kill. You're able to continue your fight. Say you're fighting Araxi, or you go somewhere on Telos to Phase 5. It then wipes that Damage, damage, overtime effect that you had, and I, I guess the, the part I'm wondering is, did, did people not see that as as you know kind of not working as intended? Did they were they expecting that they'd get to continue to use this buff as it progressed through the, the game?
1: Where do you want me to start?
0: Well, let me just read the note here. First things first, the Ring of Death's cooldown is no longer removed during certain boss phase changes, and that's what I was alluding to. The dot is no longer removed on phase changes, such as the Araxia phase change to phase 4, Telos to phase 5, and at points throughout the Virago fight, amongst others. Where do you want to start?
1: I want to start with how many... See, here's the difference. How many bugs have there been that were, were at least... If they weren't bugs, it was not working as designed or intended. How many of those things have happened that were clearly not right? Many were then just incorporated into gameplay because the player base is too touchy about reversing it. You know, at the yeah, it's like it, it, that's like getting a, a a Ferrari to show up. You know in the driveway when you ordered like a Civic <laughs> like yeah I mean this is awesome I'm trying to show, but you don't really think that's your Ferrari right I mean somebody's gonna come looking for it
0: that, that's a good that's a good analogy yeah
1: And they, but they, they don't usually they leave the Ferrari in the driveway and they're like
0: hey, have fun and that's what would happen sometimes if if certain forces within the community are listened to and that's what's going to be interesting from this is is this week going to spawn any changes going forward because we're going to go through why there might be a push to do that, and that starts with the fact that this effect, this ring of death change that was having these phase changes removed, this was being used by many high-end PBMers and, and you know, people at the mid, mid-tier as well, to smash through kills easier, where mechanics were designed, underscoring the word designed, to kill in one blow, and if not that, kill you, kill you pretty quickly. And what this did in the eyes of many PBMers is this made the ring a necessary and key part of the inventory for PBMers because it effectively let you skip mechanics. And with that, you have to ask, was this the intended design of this ring? And the patch note this week says, no, it was not. It wasn't meant to be that way. But, but in talking with folks, specifically David, Many people saw that this change coming in was a meta shift for how bosses were going to be done to the point where some people actually purchased a ring of death because of this.
1: Yep, and some people sold their wands.
0: Yeah, I I, I saw that too. I saw that too. Um, people, you know making sales to, to buy the Ring of Death expecting it was gonna go up in price because of this. And well
1: no, I'm just saying like you can't you can't listen to the hype about stuff like that's Yeah and Yeah, you remember well, when Dragors shot up overnight because of some rumor like it that's yeah, just
0: Yeah, and and you know, I, I do this in I, I watch the market like this in Runescape. I watch the market like this in Star Trek online. When something new comes out and it looks a little too good to be true I don't personally invest in it because I don't want to succumb to the reliance of it. But that's a different perspective I have that maybe we didn't hear this week.
2: Maybe. Um, And I, and
1: I don't know. I I feel like why I don't, I guess I don't understand why it should be um, meta, but you, you, I guess you kind of, yeah, it, it, it basically let push. you skip.
0: It basically let you, you know, take huge shots of damage. For example, at Telos or Virago, right, which is where it matters, uh, where the ring mattered. And then it, one of the phase changes, it would just completely wipe that dot that you had, right. Which I mean, right. it was oh, supposed I to be a three to four minute dot, right. And then yeah. you phase change. Whoop! It's gone. You're back to normal. Eat a few. Eat some food, and you're you're back to full life, and you can carry on. Yeah. So it was a reset button, effectively. That's the way it was um, with that and why people saw it as a meta shift, which I think was a very bad idea. But, I mean, hey, you put the fancy toys out there, people are going to take them. Now, the second change – go ahead.
1: Well, I'm just wondering, like, if the same people that don't want want this to change, if they would be the same – people, or what the cross-section would be, uh, are always annoyed and mad about power creep?
0: Oh, that's oh, a good question. Uh, that, that's a good question. And I feel like we've been very fortunate here in our in our panelists here who admit, you know, that, you know, power creep is good to a point, but at the same time, you, you know, you can't have all the power creep to the point where it would just, you know, trivialize something insane, like, you know, 15K Zamorak, which I don't think has been beaten yet, so let's just say 10K.
1: And I feel like skipping mechanics is kind of power-creepy, Yeah, right? It's kind of creepy. Yeah, creepish. and, and
0: it, it basically invalidates parts of that boss design, whoever it might be, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so. But the other thing that came in is that the Ring of Death's instant-kill mechanics were clarified this week, and that the Ring of Death's... If effect now applies to all insta-kill mechanics, not just the hard insta-kills we were talking about, but the soft insta-kills as well. Previously, there was a case of mixed a mixed bag of what insta-kills were blocked and which ones were not. The dev note on the patch says that you've told us that the damage mitigation effects combined with healing abilities of the ring make the death effect too easy to survive, which trivializes many insta-kill mechanics. So people were saying that, you know, hey, this made insta-kill mechanics easier, so now they slapped it onto all insta-kill mechanics. So as a result of this, full insta-kills are where no signs of ring of death will be allowed, which will display the skull with the instant-kill text. And examples of this include Solak Phase 4, Yakamaru at the sand, and when uh, your CPR doesn't res you in time on the beach, and what's known as the Zuck Pizza phase at the very end of the boss fight, where if you don't deal enough damage and press the button in time, you're insta killed. Then we have soft insta kills where signs and the Ring of Death are allowed. This will display the skull without the text. And examples of this include Rakshap Phase 4, Solak Phase 2, Telos Phase 4, and t- Phase 5. So, what this means with this is that the Ring of Death will activate here. And of course, it also activates whenever a high amount of damage comes in and you're dealt a lot of damage, but it technically is not an insta-kill. They also changed the way the damage over time effect on this works. They said that the starting damage value will now be 20% of the killing blow within a range of 150 to 2,000. A soft insta-kill automatically starts at 2,000, So you can survive the mechanic, but it will still be tough to survive long enough to get the kill. The timer will now last until either you die or return to a safe area, allowing higher-level players to survive longer, but not indefinitely. And the emphasis is not indefinitely, because that's what was happening before. And the sign will now also take priority over the ring of death and be the first to activate. So what this means is if you get hit by a soft insta-kill or a large damage hit, you're very unlikely to be able to continue on to get that kill, because if it's a soft insta-kill, you're going to be getting ticked for 2,000-plus damage. So as a result of that, imagine a scenario here where you're fighting at, for example, Raksha. What will happen first with this is that your sign will activate, and then after that, the Ring of Death will activate. Now, as for blocking insta-kills and continuing on with a kill, we see that as we had before, a sign is better because you have no ring of death effect, and it actually reses you to a higher to a higher life point value. And I, I, I know. I for me, I, I wrote these notes here, so I, I guess my question to you: uh, Do you have any questions about anything that I just ran down here?
2: I, you know, I almost, I almost wonder. Why it's such a big deal like I feel like the whole death cost thing
1: makes this
0: it makes this irrelevant
1: yeah it it really does because like you're not trying you're not saving the kill and, and right so all all the changes are
0: and that's the perspective that nobody latched onto this week because of the because of the hyperbole that we saw. The collective opinion of the quote-unquote PVM community, in particular the people at the high end, is that the ring is now useless because they were using it before to skip parts of boss fights. So therefore it's useless to them. And in many many's eyes, including David's, this is one of the biggest nerfs seen to an RS3 item. Now, this is what the sensationalism and the hyperbole of the internet got us today. Now, now, yeah. we, now we go to your point, where does the ring of death actually shine? Because I actually see a use for it, and I think some other people do as well, but of course, as we mentioned, the sensationalism and hyperbole took the cake. So where does the current ring of death shine, I think, is, is, is the next question that we need to ask on this. What do you think? And then I'll tell you my opinion on this.
1: It's probably, if anything, it's just a lot more situational. In, yeah. I would say, mid. Yeah. Looking at kind of
2: mid tier um, things
1: that don't necessarily have insta kill mechanics, but
2: but somewhere, know, that, how, but how, somewhere,
0: how, but somewhere that you're learning a boss, and yeah. and. That's a perspective that I think more people need to have when they're looking at these changes, because what you said is exactly the same perspective that Taxi brought when I brought these Ring of Death changes to him this week. Exactly the same thing you said. I don't know if you—I don't know if you read down the notes on this, but that's—that's that's pretty much what worked their way into here.
2: As no, it was just, yeah, no, so you I kind of I, felt I just, like that, right? Yeah,
0: and yeah. and the question shouldn't be, it's a nerf, but now it's useless. The question should be, how does the ring of death compare to where it was a month ago before the death cost changes? Because you were also onto something, where the changes to the death costs trivialize what the ring of death was actually used for before. And what?
1: Yeah, see, that's what's hard about the when, like. Is it like a hard nerf? I I I guess, but it's only a hard nerf to something that's only been around for a couple weeks, right? And, and, like- and
0: for and for something that's being used in in uh in a small amount of cases compared to where the majority of the population who owns a ring of death is going to use it, right? Because previously it allowed you to keep your beast of burden. It cheapens your death to being a portion of a onyx and it also gave you some minor adrenaline on killing blows, which, boo that's not too much um, mm-hmm. in, I mean, in terms of the adrenaline. But the re- main reason people used it was to cheapen your your death costs, right? But that's, yeah. that's not a factor anymore. So with those changes, it was clear that the ring of death was designed to fit more in towards the learning, as you mentioned, mid-tier, low-tier PVM environment, the beginner tier. It does the exact yeah. same thing. But now if you're like you said if you're running a ring of death and you die to a hit that's you know not one of these huge insta insta kills that people were trying to use if you're you know a couple hits away or a few seconds away from killing a boss you're probably going to be able to get that kill but if not you're allowed to see what happens and then you can teleport out wipe the effect and come back
1: that, it, yeah, it that was the you, other thing.
0: It saves you a trip to death's office.
1: Yeah, that that was the other thing I, I wanted to. to I, I was going to say, like, it gives you a chance to see kind of what's coming up. I mean, I I I know in the age of YouTube, that's weird to say and stuff, but sometimes I feel like, especially on a boss level, you 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 kind of got to be in there doing it. Yeah, like you can watch a lot of videos, but it's not yeah. it's not the same as like when you're actually trying to do yeah. it and you're rattled.
0: Yeah exactly
1: um Um, because it evens out that damage it gives you i don't know it feels like it it gives you a chance to see more so it this to me would be like like day of the day of release this would be a good day of release item right yeah like when a boss comes out give you an extra chance to kind of see what's coming as long as it's you know
0: not a huge insta kill right right yeah um and you know, if if I ever go back to Raksha, which you know I I might if I you know get into the, that level of PVM again, I can see myself opening up with a ring of death.
2: Yeah, and First to
0: have because you know that that's one of the bosses that gave me the most trouble due to the due to the rhythmic nature of it. Let's just say. Um, and on the whole, deaths are worth so much less now that there's less of a need to have the Ring of Death as a whole. And what that means, people might not like to hear it, the value of the Ring of Death goes down. The essential function of it at its core didn't get any worse. It just becomes, like you said, like Maxi mentioned, more situational for people learning boss mechanics. And that should have been the true story of the Ring of Death this week. Not that, oh, this ring is now 100% useless, or this is the biggest nerf in nerf in RuneScape history, so to speak, I think. Granted, yes, if you were using it, if you were using it in that application for it, then it was a big nerf like that. But at the same time, we go back to where this whole thing started. Does it really make sense that you should be able to skip boss mechanics with an item? I don't think so.
2: Yeah. No.
0: Uh... And, and and that's what this boils down to. And I, I'd be interested... To hear from our community, what do you guys think about this? Do you agree with us? Do you agree with, you know, the wider consensus of the PVM hive mind?
1: No, this is when your parent puts their foot down and, you know, you they, they mean it this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm actually thankful in a way that this was just the ring of death and not something else. Because I think the Ring of Death still, on its own, is is a very uh, high-level item, a very niche item that the majority of the community doesn't have. And I'm glad that it was limited to something like this in scope compared to something that affected the entire game, that affected the entire skill, that affected an entire skill training method, so to speak. Because when an argument one way or another on matters like this is taken out of context and there's a narrative that forms around it specifically on the side of hyperbole, like we saw with this and what the consensus of the community said on this. That's dangerous for the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't help. And and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this.
0: I'm going to say this. This is like this is like this is like modern COVID vaccine denialism.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what this reminds me of. Mm-hmm. It's a good comparison. So, uh, I mean, Ferraris and COVID vaccines—take you take your pick, right? <laughs>
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I, I hope we cleared some of that out. But um, I'm I'm keeping my ring of death, and if I ever go back and. Do some bossing. Um, I'll, I'll probably put it on. And I mean, hell, I'd I'd probably been bring it if I went um, to go do a hard mode care pack again, given the way this works yeah. here. So,
1: hey, if you think about it this way, Ring of Death should have should have never even had this place in our uh, minds or in, in. Right, you're right. You're right because the death was, was,
0: was It was a thing. That if you were going to die, <laughs> it was a crutch that you would always swap to. Yeah. And, yeah. and I know that because in the 100-plus raid kills I've done, they've all been with groups. And the thing I always brought there was my ring of death because you don't trust a team of 10 people. Unless you know them all, right? But you, you, get, you catch yeah. my drift on that.
2: So... That that's such a good
0: comparison there on that. All right, we're done for this week. See you next week, everyone. That's yep. your that's your <laughs> that's, right. that's your Runescape explainer in context. No, no, we have we have more patch notes this week. Um, noted: molten glass can now be used to craft teleport spheres in Ax Teleportation Library. Yay! And then this that's is some this, old content. I know, but you know what the interesting part about this is? I know many people. Who swear by that as a teleportation method to get to, to get to the cave goblin city, but it's also very useful um, for clue for clue scroll people. I was going to ask if there's is there those, a clue because involved there, because here there are something? clues there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 I knew there had to be something. Okay. Okay. It's a yeah, clue There are teleport. clues there.
0: Um. So that that's neat. Also, the aura interface will no longer show auras you don't own in the list of favorites.
1: That's nice.
0: Yeah. Very mm-hmm. good. Very important. Very important.
2: Alright.
1: And that hurt coming back to the main game. Oh. Oh, not having yeah, all like,
0: our auras, right? Oh. Oh. Yeah, that I hurt. put that I actually put that in, in my fresh start survey as one of the things that I most enjoyed was having access to all the auras.
1: Wasn't that fun? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> oh. Would you go back? Would you do it again? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I oh, I
0: feel yeah. like I have unfinished business with archaeology and I'd do that this time. Just do yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I and I would probably just now that I got to do that, I would go back and just do one and get and get some smoke. Yeah, right? like yeah. Yeah. Different, I'd have different goals this time cause I yeah, did, I've decided
0: like, that that my um, inverted farming cape, 120 farming cape is going to become my 200 mil cape. Nice. I might be, you know, 20 K away from 200 mil farming, but um, in any case, uh, patrons, thank you everybody for making what we do here possible. It's the first week of the month. So we got more patrons to thank. So big thank you. This week goes out to Alaska, Amos Reed, Anatoly D, Andrew C, Arvids L, Beekeeper Steve, Big Huge Rat, Bryflex, Chunk the Monk, Cycle R S, Drama Free, Duramax, Enrique V, Free Milk, G Hammy, Gila Fleur, Jacob G, Jade Gizmo, Jason S, Jeebus, Jesse W, Jim M, Kesky, Malinoric, Mohan V, Nate the Great, Nick G, OTR Gamer, Pernasius, Ricky A, Rippeth, R S Nerdherd, Samuel F L, Scott D S, Shirt Pence, Stubby Tanner J W the Naked Captain the Dabbing Goat Tim Tim A Tom V Zant and Zazakon. Thank you everybody for your support. It truly means the world to us. And if you're wondering what all this is about, you can check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com slash RSBNB. There, for as little as a dollar a month, you gain access to an entire back catalog of coming 54 plus monthly bits. These are our bonus shows. We just concluded the poll for the next one, and that's going to be about drops and in particular what if drops in runescape from pvm were not rare that's going to be an interesting topic because mod jack also talked about that this week but in addition to that you get a uh, mention in our show notes and uh, the thanks for uh, helping to fund the costs for hosting and production of rspnb update For three dollars a month, you'll receive a special VIP rank in Discord, including chat channel access and a mention on the podcast at the start of the month. In addition to everything else, and I should mention that we have in the back catalog of monthly bits, we have things on Altscape, we have things on Skill Tier Lists, we have holiday events, we have legacy combat, so many interesting little things around the periphery of RS that just make for a nice one-hour uh combined uh discussions but nonetheless nonetheless uh you can also give for the insider tier which is five dollars a month you'll receive a shout out on the podcast each and every week and gain exclusive access to the outtakes we use to make the clip show at the end of the year so with that being said a big huge thank you to all of our patreon supporters and we'll be recording next week our monthly bit on what a runescape without rare drops would look like, and with that, I think we can move on to uh, move on to mod Jack's live stream right now, because uh his topic this week was drop tables, and I need to say that we didn't we didn't plan for this to be happening like this. His live stream uh was announced after we announced the drop tables bit, so it's going to be interesting to kind of compare notes about what we discussed and what he uh discussed here on this uh, but do you have any thoughts opening up here?
1: Um, I, like I said, I I think this is going to be interesting, you know, to, to the folks out there. Um, my drop experience with drop tables is just, it's always bad. <laughs> so, uh, just got bad luck. Um, but you know what? I, I, luckily <laughs> we will talk about luck. Mit- mitigation, right? So yeah, that that Maybe can some be, that some can be that somewhere
0: uh, that we go. Um, but he he wanted to make it clear that he was going to be talking a lot about the the random rare drops and not the common drops that you get. And in particular, the rare drops being the hard to get valuable items that you're actually going out there to kill the boss for. So these are things like your bow of the last guardian components, your fractured staff components, and so on and so forth. Then we took a bit of a detour on this live stream to Drygors, um, because in particular Drygors are more common than anything else inside uh, Tier ninety, which I, th- I think we all agree is nice. You know, having a nice, easy, yeah. accessible to get, cheap Tier ninety melee weapon where it's not you know hundreds of mil. I think I think that's good. Yeah. In all honesty, yeah, I prefer I that. Do too. Um, and. The discussion came up that, well, yes, that's good. It makes dry gores more accessible, but it hurts the value of the Calphite King. Which kind of makes and sense that is, people don't go there and farm it as a result.
1: I mean, I'm not going to like argue with the logic of it, but this no, is where... it's fine logic. Right, but, but this is also where I tuned out. Because okay. I'm like... Because I feel like, okay, you're you're both right. And I don't know how to fix it. And so it's just... It's just... F***. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't... Uh,
0: <laughs> you don't want to invest the time into something that's hypothetical at this point.
1: Well, I just don't know how... I I would love to actually get a drop maybe once in a while. But, just, I mean, using the Calphite King as an example, if you drop it, you know if it if it's too common then it devalues
0: the boss <sighs> I don't know. right and 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 like see that's just the just thing to... they get to later is that the bosses are balanced for people who play the game you know four to five hours a day or more yeah which I mean, I don't know about you, and I'm sure there's some people in our listening community who would happily sit and, and, and kill a boss for that amount of time a day. But I feel like we're starting to represent the side of the community. It says, you know, we, we really don't want to invest that much time into killing bosses. Yes, PVM is fun and all, but if we're only going to do it an hour a day, we get nothing from it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and I think that's what needs to be addressed, and we'll see if we get there by the end or we get there on the, on the monthly bit with that so um and you know you, you always have to know that mon jack has 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 the opinion about him uh with this that you know he, if there's something that needs to be said you're gonna hear it but you might not like it kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and, I, and i have a feeling that this entire discussion about the boss should remain relevant as something that comes back to that that is so important that he came back to it at the end and took the entire live stream to kind of unwrap, but it's kind of hard to see that uh, just because of uh, how the live stream went. But effectively, content is designed, and if some of it's designed where some or all of it is untradeable, then a different vision of the game, it's a different vision of the game than players being able to go out there and buy the rewards elsewhere. And that's the idea behind this, is that if you don't have the time to, you know, put in and grind for it yourself, well, you can just go buy it. But you you and I, you know, we have the same problem, like, uh, for the last year and a half or so, that we can't just, you know, scrounge up easily multiple bills to go buy our fractured staff. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's not that yeah, simple. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, 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 and I feel like... It, you need to have an understanding of that and an understanding of where people are coming from on this but it got even more interesting as we as we progress through this but we'll get there um drops have to be fairly rare to maintain the value of a boss that's being put out there as a as, as a bedrock principle and the rarities of these drops is is good for a game where if the rarity is too rare for you you have an option of buying them but then we come back to the problem that you and I just illustrated Then he also said there's no bad outcome to adding bad luck mitigation, but it's not seen as the highest priority issue. They have started work on a technical underpinning for this. The problem is that drop tables are inconsistently made, and that's why bad luck mitigation can't be added in one push to the entire game. (laughs) Which makes sense, you know, given 20-plus years of content bosses made by different devs and different ways of, you know, calculating What are the chances of getting something at each boss? I can see that.
1: Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
0: Yeah. And the definition for bad luck mitigation is the following. The longer you go without getting a drop means you are more likely to get that drop, which makes sense, I think. I think we can all agree on that.
1: Yeah, and if that needs to be in every uh, Master Quest Cape drop if If it's not in every one of them it should be in every one of them
0: yeah i i I honestly don't know offhand which ones have it and which ones don't, but I know some of them are pretty pretty up there, yeah. now, people were clamoring for bad luck mitigation for in 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 the live stream on this, right, and the issue is is that bad luck mitigation only solves one subset of a problem and that's dry streaks. Which is which is where mod jack starts to divert a bit from the community and this stream gets interesting. Because it solves the dry streaks, but what that means is that kills are made profitable on that dry streak through common drops. And that bosses are kept profitable through their common drops as a response to these dry streaks.
2: Hmm.
0: Now you're starting to see where, where the problem with the economy comes in, in terms, of, in terms of just, you know, buffing everything by a factor of 10. Now, he said also there are pieces of content that were designed to be very accessible, like archaeology, where it was designed to be a satisfying experience from 1 to 120, in that it didn't really feel too grindy along the way, right? Because, mm-hmm. of, because of the way it was designed but he said there are other other there are other well that was weird there are other pieces of content that are an inaccessible challenge and he highlighted in particular the point of iron man and this was a, this was an interesting diversion here because what it means is that the specific problem that was painted here was that people are upset or bothered By dry streaks and want bad luck mitigation because they're facing a specific problem of piecing collection logs together, with that being a long and random process. And with this, this entire idea feels contradictory to Mod Jack as a result of the distinction between something being accessible and something being an inaccessible challenge. The drop logs were meant to be a challenge. And in his view, yeah. that's the problem with PVM drops right now and why people want bad luck mitigation is it's to get their collection logs complete.
1: I mean, if that's what he says, then I, I, I guess I'll believe it. That seems weird to me. I, I don't really feel like I trust no, people when they well, say that I, I think I mean, want money. I mean
0: yeah of course you want, and you want money <laughs> and i mean let's let, let's be 100% honest here do the players think that that's why they are upset with going dry on these bosses or are they just you know going I for the I, items I, I and,
2: mean, and
0: that's not something you can just ask anybody because they're going to there there's too many biases involved here from you know the the prestige around the achievement the, the money like you mentioned and so on and so forth so it's hard to get a straight answer on that
2: yeah.
0: Um. Now, he says that if the specific problem is bad luck mitigation that's needed to complete the drop log, then that is a problem for a very small subset of players who want something that's inaccessible, who want it to be, and those same people also want it to be exclusive and inaccessible, which is the contradiction.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So on the other hand... What I'm getting from this is that the way to argue for a change to bad luck mitigation and the way drops work is to not make it about the logs, but make it about the time factor for people like myself, like yourself, like Sirion, who only play, you know, an hour or so a day.
1: Because the, and the problem with the time thing is, see, this is where we run into this other freaking monster conundrum, like, like it's like a classic horror movie. You go one direction, there's Freddy. You run the other way, there's Jason. Because now, <laughs> now we're talking about the, <laughs> the economy and why I can't just work up a you know a couple bill to buy it. Well,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, if that if that's the way they want it to be, let's put money making methods in for for skilling and less intensive combat. You know, make yeah. Slayer make Slayer make multiple mills per hour, right?
1: Right, but that's not the way it works. No, like-
0: it's not the way it works. And yeah. and if that's the problem, if people are fine with it, if if it's only an issue of drop logs and then other people just want to be able to make the money elsewhere, tend to the economy, make sure we're not running away with too much inflation. I know that's a touchy subject. Well, if you want want to make money with combat that you can, you know, kind of lean into but not necessarily have it be PVM and people like the commons. I think Slayer's the avenue for that. I don't like the skill, but I think that's the avenue for it. If they if people want every boss to be profitable, every boss kill to be profitable, I think it's a I think Slayer's a better space to do that than, you know, PVM.
1: Yeah, no move move the commons more towards Slayer. I mean you'd be very well, happy well, right with now, that, right? Well, I would because right now the whole b s that we always heard was risk reward boss right now with the duffry work and i'm I'm a fan right like i'm I'm a fan of bringing that cost down, but you are not risking anything, so it is hard for you to make that for for that argument to win me over for why that should be so much more profitable than anything on the skilling level. Yeah. You're not risking it, it, that way anymore. Now the only thing you're risking is your time. Bingo. Okay, so let's and, put and, a and value you have to, on, then, on that.
0: And you have to ask, is it right for an MMO to ask people to risk and gamble their time away without having some kind of guarantee that after X kills, after X threshold, you should either get it or it should become more common.
1: Well, but I think that's what that's why moving commons into the slayer realm. Yes. Is, that that's your steady yeah. combat. Yeah, that's your for steady. For sure, you're not risking your time and stuff, and but then, now since you're not risking money, you have you should be risking something otherwise you can't justify why PvM should be so much more profitable. And then and with that else.
0: if you make commons in PVM worth less, you can start to accept that maybe each boss kill won't be profitable, and there's a different way of doing combat that is going to be profitable each time you do it. Exactly. And I think that'd be an okay thing to do, in all honesty.
1: I think it, it would be part of an – when you make a change that's as big as what the Duff rework was, like, I, I just feel like it hasn't sunk in or something. Like, it's – and it's a good change but it, it should fundamentally change the way that we look at the justification there's always been for why that should make so much GP.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he then said the issue of fixing dry streaks with bad luck mitigation is that it's, you can have a very long run of no kill with no rares. It also causes the attitude that we were just talking about, that all kills should be profitable. And the TLDR of common drops is that if it's a a problem, if all boss kills are profitable, if they were to go down this path. Now, bad luck mitigation fixes dry streaks, but the dry streaks are also having a negative impact on the economy, and this is far worse for the game than some people not completing a collection log. As such, this is the avenue they'd go with to fix this. So, I think what this does. It's so hard
1: to buy the collection log argument. I
0: know. I know. I I, I, I feel like, again, this is that narrow slice of the PVM community.
2: Uh, Yeah.
0: So, now, the interesting part about all this is when we get back to the fundamental designs about how they could do this. I'll recap it again. The issue of fixing dry steaks is that you can't fix it with bad luck mitigation, but the very long run of kill with no rares also causes the attitude that all kills should be profitable, which leads to a potential theoretical complete design that then you would first implement bad luck mitigation for all bosses. But to do that, you would need to massively nerf common drops. And on average, boss kills would not be profitable. You would have to get your
2: profit from rares. And the question is, would the community
0: accept that? I think based on what we saw this week, the answer would be no.
2: (laughs) And you you saw how much
0: noise was made when they removed herbs from the drop tables back in November. Mm Imagine mm-hmm. doing wholesale changes that made commons even less valuable.
1: Yeah, which is why I don't, I don't believe the drop log exclu- I- I- excuse. If if that is the case, then this sh- would be a perfectly fine solution. But I bet you it wouldn't be. <laughs> You're right. I bet you and they it- would. How?
0: <laughs> and it's like you always say: people have to take their medicine, and would they want to take this medicine?
1: Yeah, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it.
0: Now, another potential design, and this is the way that he said that he would prefer to go, is that if rare, he would prefer to make it so that if rare drops were common and able to maintain the value of content without making the drops rare. He doesn't have a solution on how to do this yet. Then, if the drop rate was 1 in 100 or 1 in 10, there'd be no need for bad luck mitigation. And at the same time, there'd be no need for excessive comments. Could you imagine Having your fractured staff pieces being, you know, at worst, 1 in a 100, that'd be pretty neat. Or less, 1 in 10. Mm. And he said his preference is to fix the rare drop issue, thus removing the need for bad luck mitigation. It fixes the problem and makes the game healthier at the end.
1: I got a solution for it, but ain't nobody gonna like it. What's that? You just make it untradeable and cut it up into pieces,
2: lots and lots of pieces. And then you get pieces for each kill you do. Yep. And
0: then you get it over time.
1: The trade-off you you get to have you can make it yourself. You get it. You 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 have you just sell it.
0: you have just described, I think, at the on the periphery one of the drop methods
2: in ESO. <laughs> well, that could work.
0: It, and and then it it see see here's the problem with that. People wouldn't like that because then they can't sell these, you know, huge chunks worth, you know, Bill plus <laughs> Well You you have to farm welcome for to it. Our world. You have to, you mean, have to you know. farm for it and sell it when it's complete
1: like everyone else you're not risking anything anymore so
2: cool
0: and, and and folks i just want to say this is this is the jumping off point of where we're going to uh do our monthly bit next week because before this mod jack live stream this was actually one of the things we wanted to discuss in that monthly bit what if we made Runescape drops hugely common to the point that they were at the thresholds that Mod Jack described here? And and my eyebrow actually perked up here with this because I was like, oh, we're actually we're actually planning on discussing that next week on the Oops. monthly bit. What if you know drop rates were you know at worst one in a hundred, but around one in ten on average? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, how would we do that? And we're actually going to have a look into that on the next monthly bit and talk about our views of how you could do that in the game economy so stay tuned for that if you're a patreon subscriber if you're not end of next week that'll be available for for a buck a month so um i'm looking forward to discussing this one and and like i mentioned we had planned to do this any way before mod jack mentioned he was doing a live stream on this so it just kind of worked uh Time-wise, and that's kind of also why we uh, delayed until next week to do it because we heard last week that this was going to be the live stream this week, so we wanted to hear what he had to say um, on the matter here. So, then we took a detour to mining and smithing, Tanis, your favorites, mm-hmm. in particular with masterwork armor, and that it was pitched as a way for people who didn't want to grind to be able to get the armor, and that they could just you know go go buy masterwork off the off the exchange, right? and for people wanting the grind to be able to create the armor but it didn't actually work out because many players actually found it to be a satisfying grind myself included on that
1: and i don't think that's why it didn't work out i think it didn't work out because people don't use melee if they are using melee they use masterwork
0: yeah yeah so, and, it, and and, and to be I mean? and to like, be fair that's... and to be fair melee didn't become a viable endgame pvm combat style until, you know, I want to say I want to say 2021, but really this year with the vestments and other changes that came in with it. So, mm-hmm. um that was um being a shackle around the ankle, so to speak, of Mali at the time. Um obviously, yeah, now it's a it's a viable strategy. It's the it's the king of switchscape at the very end. But, you know, even with Masterwork, I'll say that I always recommended Masterwork to people who wanted Slayer armor, right? Because it de- mm-hmm. doesn't degrade on Slayer task.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, hey, and if you're upset about a Ring of Death, get you some Masterwork. What do you mean by that? Spread, well, it, sp- it spreads out that damage. Oh, yeah, right,
0: know? right, right. Does it? Does the Ring of Death. I think, I mean, on
1: bleeds, but. Oh. I like, I wonder
0: about work... that. Does the masterwork effect split out the Ring of Death? Dot that'd be interesting to test.
1: Not I don't know, but like it, it's similar. You know, oh, I mean how yeah. how it reduces. Yeah. You know, um, yeah.
0: and he said this was a bigger failure design-wise with mining and smithing than stone spirits were in his view.
1: What? Yeah.
0: But Masterwork wasn't used... No, no, no. He, he did admit that Masterwork is not a good spot, and it was liked. It just wasn't, <coughs> wasn't used in the way it was intended. Huh. But in any case, uh, this harkens back to the idea that RuneScape is a unique game where there's no limits on how many times a boss can be killed. And if you can kill Zamorak 10 times an hour, that's a different set of balancing than being able to visit a boss between once a day and once a week, for example. And with this, this creates that huge gulf for people who play 70 hours a week and one who plays for five hours a week, which he said is very low for a game like RuneScape, and even lower for someone who plays one hour a week. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Now, if the drop rate is to be balanced towards a moderately hardcore player, then the extremely hardcore players will destroy the value of that item in the game. And this is the problem that needs to be solved. And get ready for this. Bad luck mitigation does not fix this problem.
1: No, and you know what does? Like, we have a solution to this problem. Ironically, most of the frickin' drops are untradeable, so go figure.
2: What's the f- solution?
1: But well, think about your raids, right? Right. You can only loot that. There's a limit once on the Once every once
0: every two days, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so, so you're saying
0: is- make it like You can do it
1: yeah, do it as many times as you well. want. You can do it all day long. It doesn't
0: matter, but you, you just don't get the you just don't get the loot from it. Mm-hmm. And then that splits the boss way. Are you doing it for fun and mm-hmm. prestige, or are you doing it for money? And I feel you know, like there are and, solutions and you know, out there. And now. you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe raids is the template to use because anybody who's done a ton of raids will know that raids is very consistent, specifically when it comes to codices and cranking out pieces of armor after you've completed the entire Octo set.
2: Maybe you're right. Maybe that's the way to go. Who
1: would have thought?
0: And then he said, um, what if your first X kills per day were more efficient? And this was the idea with Raptor's Rampage, but it exactly didn't work out because a lot of people didn't feel it because you just, you kind of just went in and fizzled away. So uh, it highlights that the goal is to have no lockouts, all tradable gear, and work with extremely hardcore players. And the question is, how can drop rates be fixed under this set of constraints? And there is no answer for that presently.
1: I feel like this is... Okay. And you see, ever had any see, work done? See, that's the thing.
0: And that's the thing. I will I'll just want to tell you this. All your fixes focused around a potential lockout and making yeah. them untradeable in terms of splitting them into little pieces. But go ahead. Yeah.
1: You ever had any work done around the house, Shane? Yeah. You know what the golden rule is?
0: Measure twice, cut once?
1: Oh, that's one golden rule. But, okay... I, I guess when, when dealing with a contractor specifically.
0: Yeah, multiple quotes. There are,
1: there, <laughs> well, there are three things
2: to choose from. You can have it good,
1: you can have it cheap, or you can have it fast. But you can only have two of those three things. Yeah. It can it can be good and cheap, but it ain't gonna be
0: fast.
1: <laughs> right? Like you can only have two. And we're always trying. People,
0: you're always trying to hit around all the constraints. here. Constraints, yeah,
1: yeah. But you can only have two.
2: Like it's, it's kind of the way it is. You're right. You're right.
0: And and I think it comes down to just Runescape being so fundamentally different than every other game out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of the way the still reputation system works, in that initially there's this huge upfront time investment that you, know, you, know, you have to do, do dailies for, what is it, um, 40 days, I think it is, to complete a reputation system, right? Mm-hmm. But after that, after you complete it on one character, that time goes down in half. And, you know, you, you're not going to you know, top the DPS leaderboards, but you can get out a, a ship with gear from the reputation systems and be very, very efficient with that. And there's no RNG involved. It's just a time commitment, right?
1: It's good and cheap, but it ain't fast.
0: Right, and and same thing with ESO. (laughs) Good and cheap, but it's not fast. Impresia was talking about uh, grinding one of the dungeons this week. Uh, Dragon event with double drops. Good and cheap, but not fast. Mm um so i i don't know how these things would apply to rs we're gonna you know have a sit down and um see what some of these options might look like in the monthly bit but once again i think we've learned this week that the problem isn't necessarily what the community says it is it's not that you know hey we're having these huge dry streaks the problem isn't dry streaks it's that people want their collection logs, and with that, you can't necessarily add bad luck mitigation because then you would destroy the common drop values there. Well, if you were then to just make everything um, make everything more common, then you would have to get rid of common drops. And, you know, I, I'm starting to think that maybe the answer to that is kind of what we pointed to, is that, you know, hey, if you want consistent money from combat, from common drops and not rares, Except that you're going to take a loss on PVM and make Slayer the combat moneymaker that people can, you know, just grind out, right? Yeah. Because I still feel that levels 99 to 120 Slayer are kind of bare.
1: Oh, they could definitely use... I mean, we could definitely... That's the thing, like, you can do so so much in the Slayer space, Um. In, in this kind of laid-back combat way. this
0: Oh, that's the, it? You know,
1: this that's accessible it. combat and, and, way. And
0: you know what it is? What I think my problem is with Slayer after doing PVM is that so many of the creatures out there are not interesting. And, you know, I'm kind of in the camp as you where I I've, I I've found, found creatures like the, the, the Abyssal creatures from this year with, you know, one or two mechanics to them. Almost the pseudo-bosses to be the Slayer the Slayer creatures I prefer, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the problem that I ran into is that it doesn't provide that same level of a dopamine hit that getting drops from
2: from PVM monsters does. I think that's my problem with Slayer now that I think about it. After having done PVM. Well, makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be for a solution that did something like that, but I don't know. And you know, I I hope the community takes note of this live stream because it's once again showing that you know there there could be a solution to the problems being presented, but there needs to be an actual design undertaken to see what the problem actually is, not just what the community says it is, and then from there kind of expand expand outward on the on the subject matter. So. That was Mod Jack's live stream this week. Um, I don't think I have anything else from it. Uh, you get to move on to our listener questions that are back this yeah. week.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait.
0: All right. Uh, first question's from Sio Aces. What are your thoughts on the Scrimshaw bug? All right, this is a fun one. So some background information about this. Um There was a bug that was involving scrimshaws that was exploited through the scrimshaws divide mechanic. Because remember a while back, um, they put in a feature where you could combine scrimshaws up to 24 hours, right? Mm -hmm. But with that, you can also divide them out. So put simply, a scrimshaw could be combined and then divided into hour-long scrimshaws. But your character, and this is the bug, would have then maintained the value storing that you were on a 24-hour scrimshaw so you could equip the hour-long scrimshaw and it would come off as a 24-hour scrimshaw and with this this led to massive amounts of scrimshaws being converted to gp by way of clan wars now the bug was fixed and later publicized to tens of thousands of views on youtube about a week and a bit later um the bug was apparently first found around christmas and was exploited around the 20th or so of january I need to be a hundred percent clear with this that I think that anybody, anybody showing off a bug before it's patched or after it's patched, just doing a disservice to the community. I think the best course of action rather than publicizing these things is to just have them reported and have them patched away and that and I wish this would be the case. I wish that everybody in the community um would not would not publicize them, you know, tens of thousands of views on YouTube because that just creates so many looky, looky-loos, you know, who are who are going to go out there and say, oh, maybe I can, you know, find the next bug and, and be a part of it. That's point number one. I don't think publicizing these things is good. Two, I sure as heck hope the people who exploited this got banned, permanent banned, not just, you know, 14-day vacation with no wealth removal as we uh, have seen before happen in many cases.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. You need to. I mean, I feel like you need to throw the book at them when oh, it comes yeah. to the video. This case was. It, it was actually after it was. It was after it was, patched, so after it was patched. After it was passed. To me, that's and not. And to me, it doesn't bother me as bad. much. But
0: I still don't like <laughs> yeah. it. I still don't
1: like um, it. I mean, I I get it, and I've always drawn that line on you know before or after it was fixed. So for me, I, I'm fine with the video because it was afterwards. But um, that, yeah, permanent bans. I mean, what what else can you, what else can you say? And and it seems like it should be pretty easy to figure out, right? Like you had to be a clan wars to 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 do this. Yeah, um, and
0: and to be fair, that that is how I make make money from raids with extra pieces of armor. Is that I'll just you know take the armor to to raids and have myself killed with it, and it's free money. So it's a common thing to do, but there were masses. Masses of people doing this, um, trillions of GP apparently.
2: So that's a that's
0: a, that's a big it's a big concern, and I, I guess the question that follows from this, I wonder, and you know we'll never know the answer to this because of game integrity. I wonder if Jagex has a system to monitor how many items are coming into game about, of this. You know, like, there just shouldn't be a huge uptick in the number of scrimshaws coming in, right?
1: Right. I mean, can we get some civil asset forfeiture? I mean, if we don't, we're gonna end up paying another goddamn tax because someone exploited a bug in Clan Wars, right?
0: Yeah, well, and, and, and that's what I say. I mean, I hope all the GP and whatnot has been removed on this. Yeah. I mean, you got to have, and if you don't, then we got bigger problems. But once again, game integrity. We really can't get an answer on that. So,
2: uh, I
1: mean, I, I just have to think that that it's.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I mean like, like I, like, I hope that's so. happening, but we have no evidence to say whether or not it does. So that's mainly what the point I'm leaning on. Um, with that, and I mean. When it comes to the actual bug itself, I don't think we can blame Jagex on this just because it's such a such a weird edge case, so I'm not going to blame them on this one, but um it wouldn't be it wouldn't be runescape without one of these things happening every so often. I'll say yeah, so that's true uh next up uh from Sunset Fish, are there any runescape youtubers that you watch or you used to watch? I'm a big fan uh, of Skyche Way. Or uh, I was a big fan of Sky G uh, way way back in the day should we tell them the truth
2: about podcasters and YouTubers or, or I, I don't know if you watch any um some which ones but, well
1: I really only watch for Quest and um, so i watch like I'm sick of it uh little dog dog okay yeah, both both of them for quest guides that's it
0: fair enough, fair enough um and you know i'm in the, i'm in a i'm in a similar boat here in that you know as as a content creator uh one thing i don't i don't do is i don't i don't watch other content just because I'm creating the content and it's, it's something that I'm only watching if I am to analyze it. And it, it's kind of, I guess the same way in some cases where, you know, if if you're doing something or you're involved in something, you might not necessarily do that for entertainment as well. Um, one of the, one of the video roots, I will say one, and you know, just to answer the question, not dawdle around the issue uh one of the uh one of the video series i did used to watch back in the day before uh it stopped was the was the modley patch notes each week and uh when he was when he was doing those on on his own um but in general i don't watch uh runescape youtubers or other content creators mainly because we create so much of it that i just uh i, I just you know tend to keep to i'll say first party sources i'll say on, on runescape stuff and, and, and i also feel it prevents me from becoming biased as well yeah which i Absolutely. which i feel is very important for us
1: so yeah. yeah when we when we come into something you can bet like uh it's it's is our initial reactions good or bad <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, like as an example, this week I did I did sample a bit of what was going on on Reddit. I did sample some of the videos on here just to kind of get a feel of where the community was at on the Ring of Death issue. But I don't normally uh, go down those channels myself or uh, through other
2: sources. Yeah.
0: Next one's from Bryflex. What are your opinions on group content? He says, for me personally, I like things scaling down to solo content because I'm not much of a group player. But for the health of the game, is that worth it for people like himself?
2: Oh, boy.
0: I feel like group content is weird in RuneScape. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um mainly because back in the day at first the grouping system was absolute garbage first but secondly i feel like the best groups are the ones that you form out of discords that you know not ones you know that are match made right like for example oh, yeah. if i'm going to go to raids it's going to be with raid fc rather than just you know using the raids matchmaking mechanic because that's a recipe for disaster um oh, yeah. And I think Jagex has learned from this too, in terms of, you know, having huge group content initially. Raids being 10 person, uh, next AOD being at least seven. The first uh, three elite dungeons were uh, one to three players, uh, initially two to three required, but now they can be soloed. And then we, I, I think, saw the ultimate in terms of scalability this summer with Zamorak being, you know, either you can do it solo or you can do it. Uh, with five people. I, th- I think that's I think that's the right sweet spot. I feel like. And, and this is perhaps my other MMO showing. That if we were to do group content. It would have to be done in a way. Like you see with raids in other games. Like you see with the task force missions in Star Trek Online. It would have to be done. With an existing queue system. Where you know you don't necessarily need to gather people up from a discord you can just say hey i want to go you know to elite dungeon one find me a group and it will you know pull people together who have similar similar types of gear and whatnot and you can see how that's gonna go i feel like if we were gonna really double down in group content that would be the way to go with a proper with a proper queue system, not the grouping system we have, and i think I think the Jmods are on record somewhere of saying that there's probably not going to be too much work done uh, to the grouping system going forward so i would I would absolutely you know love to see love to see um large scale content in r s but I, I think that I think that boats kind of sailed with what we've seen from Zamorak and whatnot um in that you know things can be killed solo or they can be killed in small groups i i think i i don't know that that there's much idea out there to try another huge group boss just because of the response the community has had before and just how difficult it's been to get groups for it so uh i personally have no problems with group content but i think we're in the wrong game to have that happen
1: yeah, it's like so it's the kind of double edge of a MMO, right? Like you want the experience of the I guess markets and people doing stuff and but you don't actually want to deal with them. So, you know, much like life, right? Like you don't actually want to have to Deal with the strangers, and, and you know the meme about um, RuneScape
0: being a single-player game, right? It,
1: it, right.
2: I'm.
1: I am all for solo and syllable content. I think everything should be, um, should be that first, right? With options to play together. We should. Everything should start, um, syllable. uh. If there is somewhere where I I think it would be fun or interesting, I I do think Group Iron Man would would be cool. I, I really do, I, especially yeah. going through oh, Fresh cool. Start. Like
0: has had huge success with that.
1: Yeah, I I really think that that. I mean, think what what if you know in Fresh Start or the next Fresh Start you get a couple of buddies together this is your this is your group you know now you're you're figuring out who's who's doing what
0: oh so you're saying take group content and scale it up to the entire game yeah okay
2: yeah you know i could see that i could see that working
0: and it's just a question again is there going to be the, the infrastructure to do that? Right. Cause last I heard it was the, the group bank. that was Yeah. Kind of stuck I mean, court. I, yeah, <laughs> and
1: I, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever have that, but to me, that solves a couple of issues. One, um, if you're doing something like that, you're probably doing it through people, you know, on discord yeah. or this or that, right. It's, yeah. it's a small group, it's a group, you know, um, it's people that are going to be with you, you know, they're 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 more ride or die than grabbing going into a queue like that. I I don't think Runescape works well. Yeah, and, and, and to be it, fair, the, the,
0: the value that has fostered for me and my other MMOs at this point being Stowe and ESO is that my DPS characters are set up in such a way that they're able to carry if need be. Right. And and that's just kind of the the idea I've I've undertaken because I think we can all agree there's nothing worse than having a group content fail if somebody's not pulling their weight. Hate to say that, but that's the way it is.
2: Yeah, which is just why it
1: it just sucks. (laughs) It just sucks all around. It sucks to be that person. It it sucks to be everyone else. Like it. Yeah, you, I'm you, I'm, with, I'm with the listener here.
0: Yeah, and and I mean with that, it really raises a question about the identity of RuneScape. Are is the community is Jagex and those are two separate questions. Are both those groups okay with the game not having group content or is somebody out there going to take a risk? And start adding some of this kind of content, group content and experimenting.
1: I hope they're okay with it, because I just I don't want play dates, Jagex. Can you please not arrange play dates with <laughs> other people's parents and friends, please? I, yeah. I don't and, wanna... and
0: and you know I I think just based on how well Zamorak went this summer, I think that's gonna be the 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 template that's taken.
2: Yeah, I, I hope so.
0: And, and I hate to say that, because I feel like the more and more content we see that's deemed successful by the community and by Jagex, and when those two things mesh and intersect, I feel like what's happening is that we cut off potential avenues for RuneScape
2: growth, right? If it's good?
0: Sure. But imagine somebody comes in from a different MMO, wants group content, you have effectively just said, yeah, we really don't support that kind of group content. So for anybody else who is looking for group play,
2: RuneScape is no-go.
1: Well, yeah, until we can do it right, or forge our own identity on what group content looks like in this game.
0: Group Iron Man League, something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you either need to form your identity, or you need to be proficient at what you're doing. Right. I I don't think I don't see it being proficient. So the mm.
2: mm. no
1: alternative is to yeah. forge your own identity on what group content looks like.
0: Right. And I mean. That might not be the the worst idea either because RuneScape has made its history, made its past by being that niche game that does everything differently. So I think we'll we'll leave that one there and let that one fester for a bit and we'll see if we get any kind of group content at all this year uh, on the PVM side. And uh, the next question is also about PVM uh, from Cecil. What's the opinion of PVM on the mobile client? Is there anything like an average kill time list of sorts? Um, is it too hard for people, or is mobile only for the purpose of, or is mobile only for the purpose of AFKing activities while you watch Netflix or something else? Cecil says, for for one, um, they have very strong a very strong opinion that RS Mobile can do so much more, and there's even the content to back it up. But why people still shy away from mobile is an interesting topic that would be interesting to discuss one day. Um there is no average kill time list of sorts for most bosses. The only ones we have published is the Zamorak kill times. Um you're more of a mobile runescape player than I am. So how do you feel about combat and PVM on it?
1: Believe it or not, so I I would never I wouldn't say that I have done any bossing or anything, but I have done some combat. Now um, right now, the only thing for me that I'm, that I'm missing is I wish I could see health bar bigger. Like I wish it was bigger, better. Um, but I honestly prefer combat on mobile. Um, I can, it's a lot easier for me to move around. Um, I'm using either revolution plus plus or I think at the beginning of Fresh Start, I was I was Legacy, but um, with the with the Revo, I, I don't know. It's it's just it's a lot easier for me to move and to avoid. Um, way way easier than it is on the on the desktop. So um, yeah, I I don't mind combat on on uh, mobile, but like I said, never done PVM, just done a a lot Slayer.
0: And that was interesting to me when you said that, and that it kind of clicked, and that's that you have the revolution action bar on mobile. So that one's always going to be cycling through, right? Mm -hmm. But you'll also have easy access in the form of what's almost like a game controller for the thumb buttons to access five different abilities in addition to the ones that are being continually revoked by the client. And I think... And I think what this comes down to isn't necessarily a mobile issue, but a desktop issue that on the desktop client, we're not onboarded as well into revolution as we are on the mobile client. And you have said it right here. You don't, you haven't done much on the PVM side, but we have seen, you know, um, various kills done at bosses to uh, – and not just at the – Lowest in Rage levels, but at high in Rage as well. So it definitely, it definitely can be done. But you mentioned Slayer in particular, and you found it easier. So, So that's very interesting, I think. And I think what it comes down to at the end of the day is just that onboarding and the fact that mobile's evolution of combat revolution interface is actually designed with a modern perspective in mind. And it's not grafted on over time as you know as we saw 10 plus years ago when the eoc first came out so i think pvm on the mobile client is doable and i think that if you are proficient and you have a good enough revolution action bar you should probably have no problem with doing that um you, you raise an interesting point about that, and and are these you know, are these like fairly lean back slayer tasks like Abbey Demons, or have you done some of the uh, more lean forward ones as well, um, like your Hydrix dragons and such?
1: Yeah, so i've I've done I've done both. Um, they, uh, like I said, I I, I like it. Um, I, I probably prefer it on on mobile. I just feel like I
2: I can get around um, easier,
0: and 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 I think this might come back to once again that fear of expectations, in that people might not do combat on mobile just because of the, there's a stigma on it that how the heck are you gonna you know kill a boss on on mobile, or do a Slayer task. Well, but I, give it a shot.
1: I mean. He... Yeah, you, you got to give it a sh- much. You
0: got to give it a shot and see what happens. And as long yeah, as I
1: mean, it's not going to cost much now.
0: No, and I think as long as you have a good Revolution action bar set up, you'll be fine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's worth a try. I don't. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. Like I actually, I actually like it.
0: And and I, and I bet that's a perspective listeners weren't expecting to hear. In all honesty. <laughs> Probably not. Um, because it's a very interesting one, and I, I think this is an area that maybe warrants more discussion on this going forward in that, um, you know, what can you do on PVM mobile, or PVM? What kind of PVM can you do on mobile when you are a normal RuneScape player and not someone of Lucario caliber, Right. Because I think that's what every, everybody's mind comes to when when we look at these sorts of things.
1: Yeah, that's probably the other thing. Like you know, I don't know how good or how you know switching would be or this. Right. Or that. I mean, that I right. could be it could be trash for all I know. I I, I don't. But as for just doing your abilities and moving around and doing combat, it's uh, I like it.
0: Yeah, because just thinking too, you know, a basic and even normal mode care pack rotation on this.
2: You need freedom. You need
0: devotion. You need a surge. You need um, prayer swap. You need food. You need brew, And with that, you need to be able to brew eat, sometimes in... In time, and and you know, it can be a it can be a sailfish, or and a brewer. It can be you know a brew and um, a jellyfish. But the you get the idea of what I'm going mm-hmm. for on this is that you need to be able to do that um, combo eat as well as uh, swap prayers and everything like that. So you got me interested now. I might actually have a look at this.
1: Yeah, well, and, given and where we're at. the way that the way that you plan it plan it out to be with what you put on the little thumb things that pop up. Yeah. That's like going to be, telling anti- you, it makes it easier.
0: I know. And, and I'd imagine that's going to come down entirely to you on there. Like personal yeah. preference. Right.
1: I, I would think so. I mean, it. I, I like it. Cause like when you're talking about like, you know, eating like that, you, you'd have one on each side and just, bah, bah, you know, just yeah, like a quick, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan.
0: Yeah, and, and and you know this this goes to a wider discussion too of making PVM more accessible. I think, right? Yeah. Imagine if you were to make RuneScape PVM accessible enough that you'd be able to play it on an Xbox controller.
1: That yeah, that would
2: be freaking cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we're not. You know, I'm not saying this to suggest that we have. You know. um, non-grid-based movements and we go to something like a traditional MMO model on that. I'm not trying to say that to advocate for that. All I'm trying to say is that on an Xbox controller you're limited to a much smaller set of buttons than you are even on on a gaming mouse. Yeah. And, you know, I have, I think I have eight or nine buttons mounted on my mouse for for RuneScape PVM, so you can see where that kind of lands on this, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So...
0: Uh, it's a question of just being able to fit that into it, and, and I might I, I might see where this lands. So thank you, Cecil, uh, for this question. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the return here of questions at, at B Update. We used to do these each and every week, but um, content has uh, taken on a life of its own in terms of discussion. So as a result, we kind of put questions on the back burner, but it's good to have questions back. We're going to talk about what we've been up to right now, and you reminded me right before the show began that um, our January event just ended and that's the Frank free death event or Frank's free chest rather
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. and how'd this go for and, you? Well, you know, they say you get what you pay for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so re- remind me of the three, the three, the three pillars of home improvement again, it can be free and cheap, free or free,
1: cheap, or no, cheap, fast or good.
0: Okay. So this was cheap and good, or cheap and fast?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It, good. it was not. No, it was not. It was not good. Um, I didn't get nothing. You want to talk about some bad luck mitigation? <laughs> get, get to me on something like this cause, what yeah, was your chest worth? Uh, it was six point five, but I think that was mostly in charms.
0: Okay, mine was six point three. Yeah. Um, I saw some three mil chests in Clan Quest yeah I got uh fifty red charms, fifteen um, wicked teleports, a life refresh, fifty were seeds, twenty five toad flax seeds, uh, mahogany planks, two hundred and fifty of them, a thousand pure essence, a green uncharted aisle map, three hundred impious ashes, five hundred raw beef, um, catalytic uh, rune things uh and twenty five dragon bones. And I think the thing well, is when you look
1: at the well when you look at the stuff like it it really makes you feel like you didn't get spot.
0: Yeah. And I'm wondering what the point of this was cuz I mean I like you're getting know. you can't say you got nothing, right? Because you got something in addition to just playing the game, right? Cuz every hour you got it a key.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing like you can't compl- can't complain about a freebie, but <sighs> yeah.
2: well, exciting. I think the thing I was most interested here,
0: um for was was the incense sticks.
1: Yeah, I, I saw those ashes and I thought, well I guess I guess at least they could be an incense stick, but I didn't even I didn't even look out how much it was worth.
0: Yeah, it's not worth that much.
2: Um, let's see.
0: The Ranner Incense Sticks provide a prayer bonus, so... (sighs) Uh, 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 uh. I don't know. You're right. But the Willow ones, on the other hand... Um, yeah. Okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Um... Impious Willow Incense Sticks. You combine this with Spirit Weed, you get Spirit Weed Incense Sticks, um, which provide a 10% increased familiar special attack recovery rate, which is an- another one of the PBM tools that they use. So the Impious okay. Ashes do have a use for those, I will say that much. That's why I was most excited about those. Um, I sold the Dragon Bone or the Dinosaur Bones. I banked the Herb stuff, and I'll use the rest over time. That's what it comes down to. Um,
2: The beef will feed farm animals. Mm -hmm.
0: But, and I mean, it it was just free stuff, right, at the end of the day. So I I don't think we can complain too much about it. But um, what we're saying is none of us got the red map.
1: That's the thing, like, I can't complain about it, but it's like, damn it, I would love to get one good thing from one of these events one time. (laughs) (laughs) And I am still waiting.
0: (laughs) Did did, did we ever figure out what what they said the point of this was? No. No, okay. That's interesting. I feel like the point of it could be to see, you know, how many... With this, how the economy would do with more of these items added if they were to, dare I say, buff common drops? Because that's what these items feel like from common drop tables. So.
1: I mean, I guess like I, w- I wouldn't even get this stuff doing Slayer. but.
0: Oh, okay, fair. Um. Well, aside from Frank's free chest, what have you been up to this week?
1: Uh, still working on that one twenty and or. One twenty still looking working on one twenty smithing on the main and then um had to uh renew some membership with the fresh Star. Ooh,
0: that's continuing neat,
1: yeah, yeah, that's continuing um set him up with the in his uh his pyramid his uh, slayer dungeon <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> and then just working on some uh, some combats with him.
0: All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, as as for me, I uh, resumed uh, doing dailies in terms of my rune shop runs, my sandstone. Um, I did a dinosaur run, and I am now, I am now twenty k away from two hundred mil farming. Damn. And, you know, I've been delaying it, and I've been delaying it, and I've been delaying it. And Sirion said, well, if you're delaying it, that means you're done anyways. Whereas if you get 200 mil, you can continue a- activate the XP tracker and still have fun with it. So why are you waiting? So I'm just waiting to decide what day I'm going to get that on. Um, but 200 mil is going to happen at some point uh, sooner rather than later now. I have, I have come to accept that. I've come to accept that.
1: I like the logic.
0: Yeah, and I've decided that uh, my 200 mil cape is going to be my inverted cape from Fresh Start. Nice. So just a reminder out there to everybody that you have until February 6th, which is Monday at reset, to transfer any tokens over from Fresh Start that you want or you want to sell.
2: Then they become untradeable. Uh, but
0: aside from that, the old-school adventure continues. Did a bunch of quests, including Druidic Ritual, Waterfall, Fishing Contest, Imp Catcher. Um, and the idea behind this also did also did um, the Waterfall quest, which rockets you right up all the way to level 30 attack and strength, which is a huge, huge help in that combat system, which I, you know... Going back going back that far, I'm really glad that we have the combat system we do.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and I'm saying, you know, sure, EOC, but also legacy mode. I'll take legacy mode over what we have over what we have at old school. I do prefer the the modern combat system and user interface. I do have to say that. Those have been the biggest teething pains this week that it took me about five minutes to remember on old school about how to auto cast a magic spell.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I guess because that would that's be. in the
0: attack menu and you can't just do it from the uh, from the spell menu. So, yeah. Um but the plan uh continuing on that is to uh eventually level magic up because that unlocks teleports. There's no there's no lodestones over there. Mm. And then after that start with farming, of course, too.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. So, of
0: and with that, you know, doing quests along the way. Um it, it's just, you know, so interesting having once again, I'll say it, the fresh look on the game, knowing what quests you can do and that, you know, all these old quests like um druidic ritual and witch's house and whatnot offer these huge amounts of quest points that your quest points really, really just start to stack up uh near the end of it. So um I I think that's uh that's a very interesting uh point of discussion, just how old school lands and all the uh, quests associated with it and whatnot. So, I'm enjoying it, and we will, I think, around the middle of the month, be doing something old school related because we're pushing ten years since they first pulled the idea of bringing back a 2007 version of the game. Crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's half as old as RuneScape.
0: Oh my god! And it's yeah. got more than more than half the player base too
1: yeah talking about splitting the player oh boy that's how you split a game right there hey we didn't split we're we're multiplying
0: (laughs) yeah that's one way of looking at it Yeah. yeah all right let's do some achievements of the week
1: all right well let's start off here with the 31st and arcane with 120 mining We have Donna with 120 Invention, also on the 31st. We have Fire Aphrit with 120 Attack on the 31st. And then going to the 30th, we have Turd Sniffer with 99 Summoning. And Worst Tasker with 99 Fishing.
0: Alrighty then, continuing on the 29th, we have Pony Picker with 120 Crafting. Worst Tasker with 99 Divination. Arendelle 20 with 120 attack on the 28th. Fire Frit with 120 divination. Kesky Rocks got 99 magic on the 28th. Terry Dax got 99 summoning, and Netherios got 99 summoning as well on the 27th. All right, and with that, we head on into pick of the week, and my pick of the week this week is a YouTube video. You guys might remember Adam Savage back from the MythBusters era um in that he went through his uh uh show at the time and now he's off doing his own things with that and one of the videos that's on his channel Adam Savage's is Tested is a close look up at the original USS Enterprise filming model which is now held at the smithsonian in the united states i don't know if if a lot of people knew that 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 was there but it is it is um they acquired it and you know back in the day when they first got it it had lots of damage on it and it went through a massive restoration project too and they want this because it's such a uh piece of history and pop culture to be something that's displayed it's also of course the show has inspired so many people to go into the sciences into space and fly into space on space shuttles and to the space station and whatnot that they feel it's an integral part and as such they want to keep it there and they want to uh preserve it in such a way and this is a bit of a behind the scenes close look up at that original filming model and one thing you'll take away from this is that when you look at this there's actually, um, it's not just you know a, a matte gray as you would have expected. You would have seen it on the black and white TV and later subsequent non HD variants, but you can actually see different uh, different uh, palette colors. There's some greens, there's some yellows, there's some blues that actually show up on it. And this thing is incredibly detailed for the 1960s. And this is a close look at it in terms of the preservation efforts that they did and undertook with it. So um, you'll find this linked in the show notes at update.show. It's about a 30-35 minute video and it, it's just a really interesting look behind the scenes at the nature of how they go at preserving something like this and no, and no, they could not touch it. <laughs> so uh, I would, anybody who if finds that kind of thing interesting, definitely go and uh, have a look at it. Um, it it was a fun watch so update dot show to to find a link to that but um I, I always like working these in and maybe we maybe we kind of need to go on a roll as we work up to the next season of picard do another star trek say, next we
1: week. uh we could we could it's right around the corner
0: yeah but uh that's my pick of the week so hopefully you guys enjoy that but I believe that's it for this episode of Update. I don't think we have anything else uh that we need to talk about. I'll just say that if you want the podcast uh delivered automatically to you, you can subscribe. Uh we're on a whole myriad of podcast listeners out there. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Pocket Casts, Spotify, um, Amazon and more. Just visit update.show slash subscribe. Or also on YouTube at youtube.com slash RSB and B. That's where we post the video version of the shows. And our nibbles. And if you like the content there, if you like the show, uh, do give us a like and subscribe. It greatly helps the channel out. But with that, I don't think there's anything else. So we'll see you guys next week for another episode of RSBMB Update. See you then. Take care, everyone. See you.